Wow, wow. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, today is a good day to be in the house of the Lord. Now let's give God one more hand clap of praise, if you will. Amen. We thank God for the leadership here at City Church. Amen. We thank God for Pastor Eugene. He has really been a great friend to me, and I really just consider myself as being home. So I just want to kind of, if I could be comfortable, if that's okay, I just want to be comfortable. Man, I have a, a quick word for us today, and I hope that this word will convict you will turn with me to Luke chapter 15. Familiar. Luke chapter 15. And we're going to look at verse number 11. And I want to take my time today. I want to kind of get out of my comfort zone. And I want to kind of take my time. Because I do believe that searching for who you are and who you're trying to become in Jesus is very important. Listen, Luke chapter 15, verse number 11. Listen what it says. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me my portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them their living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together, he took his journey to a far country. Somebody shout far country. And there he wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to want. So look what he did in verse 15. It says, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed the swine. Now, I want y'all to understand something. Here's a boy that lived in luxury. All he pretty much had to do was snap his fingers, and whatever he needed was there. But when he joined himself to that far country, he began to live with the swine. I want to talk to us today from the subject, man's search for significance. Man's search for significance. Look at your neighbor and say, what are you searching for? I would like to submit to us today that all wars are won in the battlefield of your mind. So a man thinketh, so is he. But there is a wonderful book written in 1946 by the author. His name is Victor 
Emil Frankel. Mr. Frankel written this, wrote this book within nine days. And it chronicles the life and the experiences that he had while he was a prisoner of war in a Nazi war camp. And my brothers and my sisters, some of you under the sound of my voice right now has never been to a physical prison. Some of you right now has never been arrested. But if you be honest with me today, you would say that I have just become a prisoner within my mind. Please understand that the reason why the devil likes to play with our mind because he knows that our mind can take us places that our bodies can't go. Can I get some help in here? Somebody say amen. Please understand that right now this war that you are fighting is not a physical war. But the war that you're fighting, it has everything to do with who you are trying to become in Christ Jesus. Please understand the devil is not fighting people that don't want anything. The devil is not fighting people that are not trying to live for Christ. Why would I fight you if you already living for me? Uh, anybody know what I'm talking about? But if you be honest with yourself and say, it wasn't until I decided to follow Jesus that all hell broke loose in my life. Can I get some help in here? Please understand, please understand that some of you right now are so encapped in this captivity until never in your wildest dreams would you imagine that you would be in the place that you are right now. The place that you have been sentenced is a psychological war camp of the mind. Somebody say psychological. War camp in your mind. Please understand the reason why Satan has sentenced you to a psychological war camp in your mind because he wants you to fear what God is getting ready to do in your life. I wish I had some help in here. You got to understand what fear stands for. F-E-A-R. Fear stands for false evidence appearing real. You got to understand that the devil always gives an illusion to make you think that things are really worse than what they really are. Amen. A psychological war camp of the mind. You got to understand the reason why Satan likes to play with your mind because he understands that your mind is connected to your destiny. Ah, that's deep. It's deep. You got to understand that he understands that as long as I can play tricks with your mind, then I can play tricks with your destiny. Amen. You got to understand something. The mind is so strong. Have you ever been in a situation? I remember when I was a kid, the first nursery rhyme that I learned was about a little engine that could. Uh, somebody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> he found himself stuck in a situation. Huh? He didn't have anybody else that could help him, but he started thinking that if I help myself, then I can get out of this jam. 
So he didn't look to his mom. He didn't look to another locomotive. But what did he start doing? He started saying, I. Oh, oh, somebody know what I'm talking about. He said, I. Wait a minute. Y'all still ain't got it. I. I think y'all getting it. I. When you start telling yourself that you think you can, after a while you'll begin to get enough courage to be able to say, I know I can. Is there anybody out there today that say, I know that whatever I'm in today that I can overcome? If you know that you can overcome, make some noise for Jesus in this house. Please understand the reason why Satan wants to play with your mind is because he don't want you to grasp Philippians 2 and 5. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This was very interesting. While Mr. Frankel was in prison, he did not look at his situation as hopelessness. Somebody say, there is no hopelessness. In God. Now, I need y'all to say that like you really mean to say, there is no hopelessness in God. Now, do me a favor. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, there is no hopelessness in God. Now, look at the other neighbor and say, neighbor, as long as I'm in God. No, I need you to say it like you mean to say, as long as I'm in God, there is always hope. Amen. 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 Every morning that I wake up, I wake up with the possibility of hope. Every day that God allows me to get up and, and see another day, I wake up with the possibility of hope. Because somebody said, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest strength, but holy leaning on Jesus' name. You got to understand, you got to understand that we as Christians, we have to wake up every morning and say, I'm closer than I think. I wish y'all understood what I just said right there. No matter how far you may think you are from your destiny, you've got to wake up and declare every day, I'm just a little bit closer than I was on yesterday. Yeah, I might have been five miles out yesterday, but I'm just a little bit closer. Because every day that I wake up, God is going to take me closer to my destiny. Oh, feel good. I feel good. Tell somebody, say, I feel good. So watch this, watch this, watch this. Please note that when people are hopeless, depression sets in. Uh, when people are hopeless, depression sets in. Now, I need y'all to understand that depression is not of God. Amen, somebody. I don't care how many clinical people tell you, no, it's not of God. But it's of the devil. Tell your neighbor, say it's of the devil. So watch this. Please understand when depression affects the mind, it affects the way you look at your situation. Please note that because they are depressed, it affects the mind, and the mind affects the character. Wow. Wow. Depression affects the mind, and the mind affects 
the character. Watch this. Because if your mind can ever get in the right position, when the problem comes, your character can stand up. Oh, can I say that again? I I think y'all missed that. If your mind can ever get in the right position, when trouble comes, your identity or your character can stand up. What are you saying, preacher? When trouble comes, instead of you having a pity party, you'll have a praise party. Oh, anybody know what I'm talking about? Whenever trouble comes, you'll say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When your mind is in the right position, your character will stand up. Your character says that I'm more than a conqueror. Your character says that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Your character can tell your body I'm healed by the power of Jesus. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Whenever you get your mind together, then your character can step up. So while we look at this young boy, the prodigal son, he was living in a lap of luxury. I need about 10 more minutes and I'll be done. He was living in a lap of luxury. And what he had really wasn't good enough for him. Y'all know some people like that. The more and more you give them, the more and more they want. Can y'all talk back to me up in here? Huh? Huh? And what his problem was, he had everything that he wanted, but he didn't have what he needed. Oh, man, I wish y'all see what I'm saying. He had everything that he wanted. Tell your neighbor, say he had everything he wanted. Come on, y'all talk to him. Tell him, say he had everything he wanted, but he didn't have what he needed. Let me tell you something. When you get what you want, you will quickly find out what you want is really not what you need. Oh, man. Anybody ever been there? You got that new car and you thought you wanted it, but when you pulled up to the gas tank, you said, oh, Lord, this is really not what I needed. (laughs) Amen, somebody. So, so watch this. Watch this. So, he, he said, Father, give me, give me, give me my goods. Give me my goods. I need them right now. He said, I need it. He said, I'm getting ready to go off to a far country now. I'm getting ready to find out what life is all about. And you got to be careful when you move out of season. Amen, somebody. You got to be careful when you move. And it's not the right time. Sometimes you can go to the right place, but at the wrong time. Oh, man. Amen, somebody. So watch this. He joined himself, and he became a citizen to a foreign country. So that suggests to me that he knew nothing about the place where he was going. It's dangerous to step places that you know nothing about. 
especially when you're trying to find yourself. I hope y'all caught that. It's dangerous to join up with people that you know nothing about when you're trying to find yourself. And that's what happened to this young man. He joined up with some people that he knew nothing about. And instead of, them, and instead of him influencing them, they influenced him. Oh, man. So his search turned up to be a good search. Tell your neighbor, say, it was a good search. You know, I've, I've, I've quickly learned that sometimes God will allow us to go to the pig pen, to get muddy, and to get dirty just for a reason. Has everybody, Maybe I'm the only one that ain't been saved all my life. Maybe I'm the only one that done, done some stuff I ain't had no business doing. But has anybody in here ever been in the pig pen? Uh, thank you, thank you. Listen, is that, let me ask that question again. Has anybody in here ever been in the pig pen? One thing Satan doesn't like, and I got to share this, I got to share this. The Bible says that we have overcome by the testimonies of others. Amen. That is in the scripture. So watch this. What Satan, Satan does not want us to talk about our pig pen experience. But whether you believe it or not, we all have had one. Matter of fact, some of us in the pig pen right now. Amen, somebody. But thank God for the pig pen experience. Tell your neighbor, say, I thank God for my pig pen experience. Now give God a hand clap of praise. The reason why you thank God so much for your pig pen experience is because it was in that experience you really found out who you were. Oh, my God, I wish I'd seen it. It, it wasn't until you got down to nothing. It wasn't until you didn't have a friend. It wasn't until all of your money had ran out that you really found out who you were and who Christ was. Oh, anybody know what I'm talking about? When you had plenty of money, you had what? Plenty of friends. Huh? When you had everything, you had everybody around you. But when you got down to nothing... That's when you sit down, twiddling your thumbs. <laughs> Somebody know what I'm talking about. Saying, Lord, what am I going to do right now? It was then that you found out who he was, and it was then that you found out what you were made of. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Somebody said that it wasn't until my back was against the wall that I found out how strong I really was. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It wasn't until I got hungry, I started eating some stuff that I said I never would eat. Somebody talk to me in here. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It was because of my pig pen experience, I found out who Jesus was. So watch this. One thing I like about God is he doesn't punish us alone. Amen, somebody. And another thing that I like about God, he doesn't give us what we deserve. Amen, somebody. Because many of us don't deserve to be sitting up in here looking as pretty as we look right now. Give God a hand clap of praise if you're looking good today. (laughs) 
So it wasn't until he was down in the pig pen. It wasn't until he was down to nothing. The Bible says, and he came to himself. It's a wonderful thing when you can come to yourself. It's a great thing when you can look at where God has brought you. And you can look at where he's taking you. And you can say, it wasn't until then that I've come to myself. Watch this. You must understand this. Frankel said in his book, when he was in that camp, he said that every day they would wake up and the prisoners would come to the door. And someday, he didn't know who day it would be, but somebody was going to die. He said, but every day that he woke up, he didn't wake up wondering, was it his day to die? He said he woke up wondering, is it my day to be set free? I wanted to submit to somebody in here today. Don't wake up asking what can go wrong today. But wake up and say, God, what else can go right today? <clears throat> when you're searching for your significance, got to understand that there are some people that you've got to leave behind. <clears throat> because everyone cannot travel the same road that you must travel. Because the anointing that God has placed on you, it's for you. We like to sing a song that says, what God has for me, it is for me. So when you're searching for your significance, and I'm closing, I'm closing. I went a little bit longer than I, amen. Okay, they want me to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Amen, amen. When you're searching for your significance, you've got to be willing to yield to the will of God. Amen, somebody. You've got to understand that your significance is what you were placed on this earth to do. And one thing I like about God's significance, he didn't give all of us the same gift. How many of y'all know that? <laughs> Thank God for that. Can you say that? Thank God for that. But God understands that we all are perfect within our gift. We all are perfect within our gift. You got to understand that when he came to himself, he said, hmm, if I go back to my father's house, I don't have to live the way that I live right now. If I go back to my father's house, the things that I'm enduring right now I'll be protected. 
if I go back to my father's house, there's not a want that I would ever want for. I'm building a case. I hope y'all follow me. If I just go back to my father's house, somebody touch your neighbor and say, just go back to your father's house. Come on, tell him, tell him, tell him. Say, just go back to your father's house. You got to understand what fathership means. It means protector. It means whatever I'm battling, if I go back to my father's house, I don't have to battle this alone. Anybody know what I'm talking about? In my father's house. The Bible says in my father's house there are many mansions. It's time for us to return back to our father's house. I guarantee you if you return to your father's house, what you've been searching for, it was always there. Amen, somebody. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Amen. I want to end by saying this. When you begin to search for your significance, you've got to say the prayer, not my will, but Lord, let your will be done. I think I want to say that again. You got to say, I give myself away. Oh, I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. Oh, I give myself away. So you can use me. I give myself away. Can y'all just help me sing that little bit right there? Oh, I give myself away. So you can use. Come on, let's give ourselves. I give myself away. Oh. Way so you can use me. This is the part I like right here. This is the part I like right here. My life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself. I give myself to you. Can y'all help me sing that part right there? My life. My life is not my own. To you I belong. Oh, I give myself. I give myself to you. I give myself away. I give myself away. Oh, I give myself I give myself away. Oh, 
like this he hears he says really do you really want to you really want to give it all away do you really want to do that if you do it's the way to life it's the way to victory of the mind it's the way to victory of the spirit it's to way it's the way of the supernatural and this morning i want you to know god's heard the cry of our heart he's heard the cry of your heart we're going to come into an agreement this morning we're going to come into an agreement today right in this room right now and you sense the spirit of God there's an area of your life that it isn't fully surrendered to God maybe there's a habit maybe there's a there's a there's a problem maybe there's a challenge that you keep facing in your life and God's just saying give it to me and you say but God I don't know how he says I want you just to trust me I want you just to trust me I want you to open your hands and your hearts and surrender it fully to me today We're going to declare this song one more time in faith. And I believe that as we sing this from the depth of our being, God's going to touch you in your spirit. God's going to touch you in your mind. You're going to find freedom. You're going to sense a great sense of just release in your heart today. 
Ty, let's begin to worship right now. Let's begin to make this our declaration of faith. Let's worship the Lord. Let's sing this as our anthem before we leave this morning. Hallelujah. Can you? 